Hello everyone, I'm your host Toko and this is my podcast service for that. So today, today's episode is going to be Worship Wednesday as I said yesterday and I'm just going to do one and it's one of the major ones and I'm going to like expand on it and it does have a lot of scripture like coming with it or um, with in the package, in, within the package or whatever the case is. So my scripture today is going to be coming from Galatians 5.20 and Matthew 6 verse 33 and 34. So Galatians 5.20 says, um, just before we get into that, just some context. I think I mentioned this yesterday. Um, this is um, Paul's um, letter to the people of Galatian, Galatia, Gal, Gal, I don't know. But it's people to the people who live in Gal- I don't know. I don't know what is. I'm not a theology student. I'm just like a Jesus freak. But anyway, um, so he's talking about the living in the spirit's power and basically listing what fruits to expect when you start living in the Holy Spirit and what fruits to expect when you start living in the world. And he starts off with the fruits of the world, and then he goes on to say that um. People who have nailed the passions of their sinful nature, which is like picking up picking up your cross daily and following Jesus, like he said, uh, have like crucified their sins on the cross with Jesus. And, you know, he goes on to list a lot of like other behaviors such as um, not becoming conceited or provoking another or be jealous of one another, which is the opposite of what love is described in First Corinthians 13 verse 7 onwards if I'm not mistaken and so the verse says um let me just see here oh it's it's the middle of a like a sentence so it says idolatry sorcery hostility quarreling jealousy outbursts of anger selfish selfish ambition dissension division and that's where the verse ends but it carries on in the whole part of the scripture and the lord just put that specific verse on my heart to speak about purely because i have had these um um fruits or um the results of following my selfish um sinful desire and these are things that the lord just like as of recently freed me from as we know the whole k-pop thing you know whatever the case is i was just like a messed up period in my life and also just hostility quarreling jealousy outbursts of anger and selfish ambition and i focus on selfish ambition because I think for me personally, I really do like to have control of things and really put things into my power. And that really translated into my relationship with the Lord. I was just, I just wanted to follow my own will and follow my own ambitions while still calling myself a Christian. When when I know deep down, I'm supposed to surrender everything to him. And that's one thing that the Lord has recently like freed me from that, that sense of control. And actually the sense of control and the worry that comes with that sense of control because one of the things when you feel like everything's way way down upon you you just feel like a lot of anxiety and for somebody who you know has dealt with anxiety before it just becomes a lot and now to just be free and just you know as it says in the next scripture of matthew 6 verse 33 to 34 which um just before i get there just one paging through uh talks about mainly the context of that um chapter is jesus literally just preaching um sermons and teachings and that part is actually a part from 
the love of money and um worrying about um things and saying things like what should we drink what shall we wear when those things are supposed to be surrendered to the lord and we're not supposed to be worrying so much about them and i can kind of give an example to just make it more make it make more sense kind of like for example if for example if you're a parent or um a guardian of someone let's imagine this this small two-year-old kid comes and says oh how are we going to pay the bills how are we going to um actually afford to host a decent birthday party for so and so and it's just like why are you worrying about that that's not your issue you should just be in a kid's place and that's what jesus is trying to say here is like why are we worrying about things that only the father should worry about and and as kids even just looking back onto my own life and i think people can look onto their, their own lives as kids we just naturally just had hope that things would come to pass like oh okay we're gonna have we're gonna go out there i'm gonna have a party i'm not gonna worry about the bills i don't even know what bills are at like five years old but yeah that, that's essentially what we're supposed to have that's why i think pertains to the saying of childlike faith you're supposed to know that things are supposed to happen just as a kid would um have that sense of hope and faith that things are supposed to happen we're supposed to apply that into our walk with the lord and that's those are the verses that i'm going to be reading from and the last two verses of the chapter which says seek the kingdom of kingdom of god above all else and live righteously and he'll give you everything you need so don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring its own worries today's trouble is enough for today and that was just so beautiful because even just letting the whole context of the scripture of what he talks about like oh the lord um gives um gives food to the, to the sparrows and how much more will he care for you and things like oh um the lord have you look at the flowers how they dressed it all the splendor um that not even solomon had so why are you so worried and just like the lord is just so like he's there and i don't understand why we feel we humans feel the need to have a sense of control when he literally runs the entire universe he made you that means that he's more than capable to take care of you and that's just so like true and just so like convicting in a good way of me because i like i said earlier i I really do like to follow my own selfish ambition and i'm just gonna be honest and just admit that today and i tend to want to control things myself and just like you know what i need to do this and plan ahead i'm such a planner like if you see my planning book it has like the the terms things and like test for the term and then oh i'm gonna do this later when i come back oh then then when i wake up i'm just like okay you know what i need to do this and then 10 minutes later i'm gonna do that and it's just like wait am i even involving the lord in this am i even surrendering to the lord to this and all of the time when i've actually i've seen it in myself i've seen it myself where if i actually just approach the lord and say lord what should i do first everything just makes sense i can't even make this up everything just makes sense i just say what should what should i do first and it's like oh do this and i'm like i actually don't want to do it but i'll do it and then i'm like oh actually that was something that um the rest of the stuff i already did so thank you for for singling out the thing i actually need to do instead of like being redundant in the sense i hope, I hope that example makes sense like just surrendering to the lord and just being so like god dependent is just so important to me especially in the season when so much is happening so much is like going on school-wise and i think especially like when it comes to like, a- academics i really am so like proactive i'm just like i just want to like get everything done and just have a list for every single test and everything every single assignment even just little things like oh 
tick off this and oh just make sure that you go through that i have a list for it all and to actually just relinquish that anxiety and that panic panicness and i think for me i do tend to panic a lot i surrender to the lord and he deals with it more than i could ever like even think of approaching it and i just want to worship the lord in that i just thank him for that and i hope that really applies to someone out there and specifically verse 34 of matthew 6 verse um matthew 6 which is so don't worry about tomorrow and putting that into practice like taking it one day at a time as a lot of the people in the world like to say that is so like evidence in this verse take it one day at a time today's trouble is enough for today and i would even go a step further to say take it one hour at a time like if you're anything like me who just plans the entire day it can get a little bit overwhelming especially when you're starting at the beginning of the day when you wake up you're like oh i have an oral i have this i have basketball i have this and it's just like oh lord how am i gonna do it take it one hour at a time bit by bit little by little and the day gets better and yeah that's one of the major like things that the lord has just been like convicting me of and just making me do in a sense and just making me aware of that you know girl you just tend to go absurd with this thing and just like think that the whole world is depending on you and your productivity but i'm literally right here and yeah that's one of the major things i wanted to talk about and i'm looking back now at the uh, um results of the sinful nature um i want to talk about idolatry because um maybe i can just talk about it in a general sense like one of the things that the lord has been really making me aware of is how much time i spend on my phone because him i he knows how much i want to get done but i tend to get super distracted and it just really just throws my entire time management like etiquette if that makes sense out of balance uh because i'm just like on tiktok and all of that and i've tried my own power by putting in restrictions and stuff like that and that didn't work but him actually telling me and saying that oh this is becoming an idol just like okay no let me just actually not make this an idol because due to my past of idolizing things i just don't want to offend the lord like that i just don't want to i just don't want to um make my relationship with the lord more like at a standstill again just like how i felt when i was idolizing k-pop and the whole genre of that i just don't want that to happen again i don't I don't want to make like a same mistake twice or not even twice it's a couple of times you know because you know how it was with k-pop i just really went in a whole circle constantly like oh fine i'm gonna do it then i actually go back and just watch 60 videos in one day like um v lives and like variety shows and stuff like that and maybe just spend like 10 minutes 10 minutes with the lord how is that healthy how am i supposed to grow in 10 minutes i mean for me personally to each man each man has their own relationship with the lord i like to spend at least an hour with the lord i'm not really i'm really trying not to be time consumed in ter- in terms of like oh if it's not an hour i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna be satisfied right? i just really think that what i do takes at least an hour minimum if i'm not really just maybe listening to more songs or um spending more time in prayer or reading more chapters in the bible but i just knew through my own relationship um, with the lord and the potential that it had and what it's what it looked like that it wasn't enough for me i'm not trying to like demine or undermine um people who are just starting out because i was there like okay fine let me just read the daily devotional or a plan on the bible app and yeah that was it 
and it just it just wasn't healthy it just wasn't healthy it wasn't really I wasn't learning much I was just like skimming over and even at that my heart wasn't even in it and that's how I knew I wasn't you know glorifying the Lord I wasn't worshiping him I was idolizing K-pop because even as, as I was spending time with the Lord I was thinking about my next thing I, I couldn't just be present in the moment of just being with the Lord and I I don't regret leaving it I don't regret um not idolizing things I don't regret it at all I just think it's so much healthier and it just keeps me on track with the Lord. I just don't want to be distracted right now because now's not the time to be distracted, guys. Like, literally, a bit of a tangent, but that's where the episode ends. I'm just going to be speaking about, you know, I guess it's going to be like gospel commentary, <laughs> new segments. I mean, the girls are already doing too much. It's got Worship Wednesday, Get Real, but just a bit of commentary on like the Euphrates, Euphrates River drying up and that's like the new revelation. I just think it's, like, so crazy. Like, just living in, like, basically the Bible times. Like, what the Bible is saying coming to life now. Like, like normally, when I read the Bible, especially when you, when you read the Old Testament, it's just like, oh, okay. Can't relate. And then now, it's just like the new the revelation. I'm not going to say new revelation. Revelation is just coming to pass. And just everything that is being said in there is just coming to life. And even though I do run this podcast to say, okay, the Bible is too current, it never baffle, it never fails to baffle me just how the Lord is just like the way the way He just works and just the way He, the way, the way everything He says goes, and all of us as creation just catch up to what He just said. And I just want to say to anyone who's just like sitting in sin and sitting in like um, a situation where. Um, the Lord has asked you to do this and um, you're saying like, oh, should I, should I not get it done? Like, <laughs> I don't mean to be like blunt. I'm just, I have your best interest at heart. I'm literally like, I'm rooting for you, but get it done. And I'm speaking to myself. I'm speaking from my own personal experience. So it's not like I'm just like being ignorant. Get it done. I know it's hard to like, oh, break sin patterns and you know break generational curses and especially when they're breaking them with yourself get it done it's like i think it just it just needs to happen because not just because oh we don't want to go to hell we just want to escape hell but just think about the the consequences of those consequences that will impact your relationship with the lord how is that going to affect the way the lord um views you like we know that the lord is loving kind all the things that we like to associate with the lord however jesus did say like i don't mean to use this verse like as a scary tactic like depart from me you look we workers of lawlessness and i don't want to talk too much on it because i don't i don't remember the full context of it but i'm just using it as a sense of like you know ugh, not fear because i, I don't like that because i don't like that myself that's how i got into believing in the lord like seriously i mean not not like that let me, let me, let me not say it, say it like that let me just say it like that's how i started spending more time with the lord because salvation happened through the through the lord's will not anybody else's but what i can say is that in the very beginning when i was taking my work with the work with the lord very seriously some of the Christian TikTokers just really just evoked so much fear in me. And I started be obeying law, the Lord and, and started like being a serious Christian, quote unquote, for lack of a better term. 
because of that fear because i heard the rush is coming um be prepared repent 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 it just it was just so scary and i don't know if anybody can relate to that and just remember how like that was so chaotic especially with the whole vaccine and mark of the beast chat was so hectic and especially that was in like quarantine like september around about this time last year and it was just so like i was just so scared i was like you know let me do what i need to do i spent four hours in prayer because the lord's gonna accept me and i was just literally just basically just um denying jesus's work on the cross and being bound by legalism that's why i still have those like che like um tendencies in me and so when I say I'm not trying to evoke fear, I really do mean it. And I just want to, that's why I expanded on this whole tangent. Like, I know what it's like to feel like, oh my gosh, everybody's doing everything right. And I don't want to be left behind. I know what it's like. And like I've just been saying <laughs> this entire podcast, take it one step at a time. Like, I have um, broken a lot of generational curses in my own family. Namely, um, lust and gluttony. And it's it was hard it was such a hard thing to do it was so hard to even just i'm supposed to be real it was so hard to follow the lord's um commands and just like (laughs) obey and i I think i'm gonna touch on this more i'm just trying to give an overview thing for sunday's episode of get real i think i'm gonna get into that i don't know yet but i do want to speak on this more on the whole concept of generational curses and obeying um the um god's commands his personal commands from you and that that are obviously backed up in scripture because god speaks from scripture obviously yeah (laughs) but yeah i just think whatever it is that you need to do please at least have the end goal of at least getting it done because i know what it's like to actually want to get it done but being afraid of like what people are gonna say who's going to be disappointed, um, what it's going to look like, what kind of lifestyle changes it's going to look like, being outside of your comfort zone. I know all about it, guys. I know all about it. And I think, as I said, at least have the end agenda or the end goal of getting it done because literally now's not the time to play around. This is a season of revival. And I know a lot of us are hoping for personal goals being met child also <laughs> i was hoping for my own my sister knows all about this but i think one of the things that not even one of the things the most important thing that should not even compare with our own personal things should be to honor the lord and to obey his commands and to be christ ambassadors and how are we going to say help god save souls if we're not doing our own part because I don't know if anybody understands what I'm about to say, but like you can't pour from an empty cup. You can't pour from a dusty, like unrefined cup. If that makes sense. You can't sow someone's life and you can't like be a, how do I say this? A leader in Christ. If I can say that, like, and not, fix your own personal issues like obviously you can learn from those and they can apply those to your own personal life but if you're pouring someone's life and giving them advice on a situation that you know you're going through and you're not actually um fixing in a sense how are you going to do that how are you going to be how are you going to work at your full potential if you're not fully surrendering if you're not fully getting 
um, obeying the Lord's commands or whatever it is that he's, he's tasked you to do. It just doesn't make sense. And I feel like that's just, I think when I think about that, I just can't help but think of like how Jesus often, like I was reading this today, Jesus often like went into the wilderness by himself for prayer. And normally it's such a, the diction is just so like, specific because the wilderness is so is associated is associated with hardship and by hardship i mean like how moses and the israelites wandered around the wilderness for 40 years before getting into the promised land and the wilderness i feel like everyone has their own wilderness season i just came out of mine and i yeah <laughs> I, I just feel so weird to say i just came out of my wilderness season what's up but like yeah i just came out of mine and you can't, like this is all relevant you can't like go into the wilderness and not learn anything like i feel like jesus would often refresh himself and at least spend more time with the lord and press in so that he could pour into people's lives and to heal people and to to um preach and you know be the man that we know jesus to be not that he didn't have the power there to go and replenish himself physically to heal people but just to replenish himself spiritually and so we 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 need to follow that example as well because we are Christ ambassadors. We need to take the wilderness season into account and let and let it be fruitful. Let it be let it bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit in Galatians five, um twenty three to twenty six. Let it do that. Let let's let's go into the wilderness season and bear goodness, faithfulness, kindness, patience, self control you know all these all these gifts and along with a lot of other Christ-like gifts because we we are called to make disciples of of many nations so why not refine ourselves and be the best we can be for Christ so that we can give an account because that's, that's one of the things that's going to happen when Jesus comes again we're going to have to give an account on what we did with his with his talents that he trusted us with and even just what he told us to do and what he's instructed us to do just before he left and i just want to encourage you my friend my dear friend because i want to see you all in heaven <laughs> i want to see you guys in heaven and i just want you guys to take your assignment seriously and take whatever it is that the lord has instructed you with seriously and get it done because we're living in the end times i do not mean this in a very fearful way and fun fact the world the word rapture means immense excitement outburst excitement so why do we have so many negative connotations and i'm speaking like from personal experience just to make it more relatable because like i said about the whole christian tiktok thing i was so driven by fear about the rapture like oh my gosh she's gonna come and judge me but it's supposed to be happy and i'm i'm, I'm getting there i'm not saying I'm, oh i'm happy now okay, you guys need to be on yourself okay, i'm good i'm saying that i'm getting there i'm, I'm getting happier in the expectation of Jesus' return and actually looking forward to it. And I want people to get there. I don't want people to view the rapture as a scary thing where people are going to be condemned and beaten and, you know, slashed and whatever the case is before they get into heaven. I want people to look forward to the Savior. Jesus is the compassionate, loving, kind man that we all know him to be and read about him to be. But he's also coming to judge. He's not coming to make friends. He's coming to judge the world. And to separate the wheat from the chaff. And the chaff will be thrown into the fire. I'm not going to go into that analogy. Like to each their own. No I'm kidding. But like 
literally i think that's scripture from john or luke jesus talks about like separating the wheat from the chaff and the farmer is going to separate that and the wheat obviously good stuff the chaff is just like oh nonsense that's gonna be thrown into the fire so let's be the wheat and not the chaff basically that's what i'm trying to say with this whole gospel commentary segment a spontaneous one so thank you so much for listening i hope this um worship wednesday as you may or may not know christians are being persecuted in other countries on a daily basis so i believe it's up to us christians fellow believers in christ to support them either financially or spiritually so would you please 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 click the link in my bio under persecuted christians support them financially and join me in prayer either five minutes two minutes a day just to pray for them and pray for their strength and their courage to continue worshiping god and to continue following jesus thank you